0: Hey everybody, hope you're having a Merry Christmas Eve. And as a special Christmas present, the Pope, or as some call him, Petrus Romanus, he has compared President Trump to the murderous King Herod who sought to kill baby Jesus and actually did kill uh, a lot of babies. So Merry Christmas from the Pope. Also, we have to talk about the enduring power of uh, one of the most famous redemption uh, fiction stories of all time. All that and more on... Today's Peck Report. everybody. Hey, did you like that new intro? Uh, Hope that you did. Our web developers uh, made that for us, so a big thank you goes out to them. Uh, And you'll be seeing a lot more uh, coming from them with, not only with Peck Report, but all of Daily Renegade. So we got some cool things in plan, as we always do. Uh, So for this first story, this comes from uh, Breaking Israel News, and Pope Francis has compared President Trump to King Herod. Um, which is interesting coming from the Pope of all people. Uh, So the story goes, uh, in a report published on Thursday, it was reported that while on a recent uh, visit to Buddhists in Thailand, Pope Francis addressed the issue of refugees, comparing the policy of building walls and detention centers to the acts of King Herod, who uh, tried to kill Jesus, uh, who attempted to kill Jesus. Uh, And, you know, there's an ad there. Uh, who, who attempted to kill baby Jesus, we should say. Uh, now, La Civilta cataloca Latin, I, I, I'm assuming, or, or, or what is that, Spanish maybe? I don't know. But anyway, some foreign words I can't say. Uh, they reported on Thursday that while in Thailand, uh, Pope Francis met a group of 48 Jesuits from Southeast Asia. Pope Francis is unique in several respects. He's the first pope from the Southern Hemisphere, and most significantly, he's the first Jesuit to be appointed to the position. Uh, So the pope discussed the issues of refugees and immigrants with his fellow Jesuits. And this is what you see, this tactic is what you see from a lot of leftists, especially when it comes to refugees, or really any topic that they try to tackle. They'll they'll find the most extreme example they can think of that, that is even somewhat in the realm, even though a lot of times it isn't, and they'll try to make this ridiculous uh, comparison. Um, it, it's basically the the equivalent of when a two year old or maybe not that young, but maybe like when a four year old doesn't get the candy bar that, you're, uh, that he's begging for. And he says, well, I'm just gonna hold my breath till you give it to me anyway. Uh, but he does end up breathing again on his own anyway. So uh, it, it's, it, it's comparable to that. But anyway, so the Pope said, quote, for the Jesuits, our work with refugees has become a real theological place. That's how I see it, a theological place. Uh, now I, I'm just going to break here. I don't see the, how this is the, a theological issue. Um, it's a geopolitical issue, sure, uh, but what what that has to do with theology? I'm not really seeing it. Uh, continuing on, Pedro, uh, the quote. Continues, Pedro Arupe, right here in Thailand, in his last speech, reaffirmed the importance of this mission. Arupe was a prophet to me. His swan song was the foundation right here in Bangkok of the Jesuit refugee service. Then during the flight to Rome from Thailand, he suffered a stroke. The phenomenon of refugees has always existed, but today it is better known because of social differences, hunger, political tensions, and especially war. Uh, For these reasons, migratory movements are intensifying. What is the answer the world gives? The policy of waste, Refugees are waste material. I'm going to break right there. Find one Republican who's actually said that. That, uh, um, uh, or find any politician that has said that. You, you know that that uh, refugees are just waste material. This again is one of these uh, extreme exaggerations to try and. Um, uh, push an issue from a moral standpoint rather than a political one. And, and that's, why, that's why the Pope is saying that this is a theological issue, because uh, if it's a political issue, then there are good answers on how to deal with refugees. There are good answers on how to deal with immigration and things like that. But if it's a theological or a moral or a philosophical issue, then um, the, the, the people pushing it can always claim the moral high ground in, in, in some way. There's, uh, but, and it's because people more generally on the left tend to look at things like theology, philosophy, morality as subjective issues. Now they're not, there is a objective morality. There is an objective, uh, you know, theology, philosophy, all this stuff. But it involves talking it out and working it out to find out what that is. But when you just shut down the conversation by claiming that all of your adversaries just think of these people as waste, then you can claim the high ground and at least to you, you think you've won the argument. But it really doesn't solve anything. It's not helping refugees. It's not, it's not helping anything. Um, so that, that type of rhetoric is is rife on, on the left. We see that a lot. Uh, and, you know, the Pope is certainly no exception. He continues on. Uh, "Quote: the Mediterranean has been turned into a cemetery. The notorious cruelty of some detention centers in Libya touches my heart. Uh, I'm going to break right there. I have no doubt about that. I'm sure detention centers in places like Libya and some of these other countries are probably atrocious compared to ours. But when the Pope says that, and then American leftists read it, they think America. Now, obviously, what you know the Pope is is saying here doesn't have to do with America, though he might he might try to make that comparison. But when Americans read this, they think yeah, detention centers all around, including American ones, are just atrocious and evil and wrong. There are some extremely awful detention centers in, in other countries and things. America is not one of them. Can they, imbe- can they be improved? Absolutely. Uh, I'm, I'm sure they can. But to, to make that comparison, which the left loves to do, uh, is kind of unwarranted. So, um, continuing on, he says, Here in Asia, we all know the problem of the Rohingya. I must admit that I am shocked at some of the narratives I hear in Europe about borders. Uh, populism is gaining strength. Uh, so here's where, here's where there's gonna be a shift, you know, um, talking about detention centers in Libya. Now it's going to get into Europe and then America and then Trump is King Herod. So, uh, so he says um, quote "In other parts, there are walls that even separate children from parents. Now, Pope Francis said this in an oblique reference to President, Trump, President Trump's policies on the southern border suggesting that the policy policies will ultimately fail. And th- this is where the Pope brings Herod into it. He's, he continues on. "Quote: Herod comes to mind. Yet for drugs, there's no wall to keep them out." End quote. For one thing, the 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 wall for, between America and Mexico that is partly because of drugs. That that in ve- a very large part is because of drugs. It's illegal immigration as well, but uh, that that that's one of the main things that. President Trump brought up as a reason why we need the wall. So, to say that there's no wall to keep them out, that is false. That's, that's not true. That, that is exactly what the wall's for. Uh, but even more than that, the walls that separate children from parents, that was an, um, an Obama policy. You know, it, it happened under the presidency of Obama. But think about this practically. How is this going to work? When you get a bunch of people that, co- that come right up to the gate, you got, you got a big group of you know, adults and children. Uh, they don't have their papers. You know, they might say, "Yeah, these are my kids," but how do you know that for sure? Because a lot of kids are smuggled in, and for sex trafficking and stuff like that as well. There's a lot of that kind of stuff going on. Uh, how, how? What? What are they supposed to do? Put the kids with the adults in 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 the uh, in the detention centers? Uh, what? What if they're not really the parents? So they they have to be separated because they got to figure out what's going on. The solution would be go through the legal process, which admittedly there there is a lot of room for improvement there i mean the 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 legal immigration uh system is a bit of a mess but that's where you 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 change the policies surrounding that you don't just say well we're just going to be illegal then you know the 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 legal system needs work so we're going to do it the illegal way because if you go that way then you're going to you're going to end up in detention centers and i will say our detention centers are a lot more hospitable than uh, detention centers across the world so uh it's it, is it really the fault of the, is, is, it the, is, is it the fault of the, the, the border police or is it the fault of the adults who bring these kids up to the wall, up to our gates, knowing what, what's gonna happen and then complain about it? And what does that say to the legal immigrants, the people who came here legally, the, the people who did it the right way and got here? You know, there's a lot of uh, people waiting in line right now to enter the country legally but because we have such a big illegal immigration crisis now, uh, they're having to wait sometimes years later than they normally would have. It, it, it's it's these people are cutting in line essentially, and they're breaking the rules. Um, so obviously the Pope is way off base here. And uh, to make that comparison with Herod, where where, where is Trump? Uh, you know what's so what's so funny about this? Now I know that Pope Francis has come out and said that he's he's pro life, but he does align himself with a lot of leftism kind of stuff and on the left there's obviously this big call for uh, abortion on demand abortion anytime you want it sometimes even post-birth abortion Uh, that is the slaughter of children so Trump is obviously pro-life um he, he's he's made many attempts to cut funding from planned parenthood he's he's succeeded in some regards you know not not as much as we'd probably like to see but uh there there's at least some, some success there there's been a lot of planned parenthood uh, facilities that have been shut down um there are stricter uh laws in place in some countries uh against abortion which is great so uh who here is fighting um, who here is fighting for children and who here is killing children? Who here is the real Herod? Uh, is, it, is it the left or is it, uh, is it President Trump? So I, I think that that is a pretty hypocritical on, on the Pope's part there. Uh, if the Pope, and, and look, if the Pope was really pro life, why not call out all of the Democratic leaders in, uh, in, in America about their stance? Why bring Trump into it and compare him to Herod? Uh, doesn't make a lot of sense. So it says King Herod, also known as Herod the Great, was a Roman client, king of Judah. Judea, Herod's family were converts to Judaism and his religious commitment was questioned by some elements of Jewish society. While Herod publicly identified himself as a Jew and was considered by, such, uh, uh, by the time, this religious identification was undermined by the decadent lifestyle of the Herodians, which would have earned them the antipathy of observant Jews. Herod later executed several members of his own family, including his wife, Mary, Maryam. The account of the massacre of the innocents in the New Testament in an attempt to kill the infant Jesus, Herod gave orders to kill all boys of the age two and under in Bethlehem in its vicinity. So where has Trump done that? And have you ever heard a call for anything like that on the right? No. What about on the left? Ralph Northam uh, proposed post-birth infanticide is what it really is. Who is the true King Herod? Um, So here's another quote. Uh, and I believe this is still the Pope. Uh, It doesn't say, but I believe this is still the Pope. As I told you, the phenomenon of migration is compounded by war, hunger, and a defensive mindset, which makes makes us in a state of fear, uh, believe that you can defend yourself only by strengthening borders at the same time there is exploitation. Uh, Okay, so by the way, how much security do you think is around the Vatican? Does the Vatican have secure borders? Are you allowed to just go walk into the Vatican archives and browse around? I don't think so. Uh, so they, they, they don't like it when uh, it's somebody else, but when it's their, you know, whatever they're trying to protect, then they see the needs for borders and, and strength and walls and all that stuff. Uh, the Pope also met with Thailand's Supreme Buddhist Patriarch Samde Phra Mahamoniwang. Wong. Wow, that is a name. Uh, at Bangkok's Ratchabophit Temple. Man. Uh, The meeting took place in front of a 150-year-old gold statue of Buddha. The Pope followed Buddhist custom by removing his shoes. During the meeting, the Pope gave the Buddhist patriarch the Declaration on Human Brotherhood. The Declaration is a joint statement signed by Pope uh, Francis of the Catholic Church and Sikh Ahmed El-Tayyib, a grand imam of Al-Azhar last February in Abu Dhabi. Uh, which uh, we did cover that on an earlier Peck report, so if you go back in the archives, you'll be able to find that if, if you want to know what that was all about. The Pope met with the imam last month to reinforce the declaration, which declares that all religions should unify. And in that Peck report, I made the case that no religions should not unify. That is not what religion is. Uh, that's, that's, that's not the point. Um, uh, now, that also doesn't mean that we should uh, you know, all divide on a basis of hate. Now there does there there does need to be some divisions with with some religions obviously I mean you, you can't you can't it's very difficult for a a, a religion an, an an unpeaceful religion let's say a violent religion to uh, unify with a peaceful religion uh, you know it's it, it's just not going to work because one is just going to violently overtake the other or per- persecute the other um, so no uh, they religions do not need to unify and religions can't can't unify not in the way that they're proposing because the only way to do that is through compromise and and truly true religion you can't compromise it it is what it is you know to be a true Christian, you follow you you follow the teachings of christ you can't compromise on that it's not up to you um you can not be a christian if you want but if you're going to be a christian you can't change you know the the teachings of the founder of the religion you can't you can't just change what jesus said and then say well we're going to make that christian then it's not christianity anymore that's something else uh, so you, you, you can't have religions that have um, uh, directly opposing teachings unify in any kind of way that would make sense or, or, or bring about any kind of lasting peace. It's just impossible. So what do you do? Uh, the, the best that you can do is try to promote open dialogue and conversation, realizing, you know, if I, if I go and talk to an atheist or something, I know that they're not gonna believe what I believe, so I don't talk to them uh, as much on Christian grounds. Like, I don't I don't talk to them from the authority of the Bible or, or something like that. Uh, I, I'll, I'll say, you know, I'll tell them I believe that. But if I'm trying to make, like, the case for God, uh, why a God must exist, I'll, I'll probably use more scientific or even materialistic arguments because that's generally where atheist authority is. Uh, you know, it, it's like what Paul said, be, be things to all people, but, you know, not in sin, you know, don't sin. So I'm not, it's not a rejection of the authority of the Bible. It's a recognition of the authority of the Bible, but it's, it's also a recognition that not everybody is going to share that view. So if I'm speaking with a new ager, for example, then I'll I'll speak in more spiritual terms. I probably won't bring uh, a lot of materialist scientific stuff into that discussion. Um so with an atheist, you you know, I might use the cause and effect thing, how you know every every effect needs a cause, how the beginning you know, nothing, you can't have something come from nothing. It's physically impossible, yet we have physical reality uh and, and work from there. Um if I'm talking to a new ager, then I, I would probably it depends what kind of new ager they are, you know. If 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 they're talking to spirit guides and all this stuff, then I might say, Okay, well, if you were walking down the street and a random stranger Walked up to you and said, I have the answers for your life. Uh, I was sent to you. I'm your guide. You need to do everything I say. Would you listen to them? Probably not. You know, they'd be very skeptical of that. And that's true because, uh, you know, by and large, New Agers are pretty skeptical of Christians. Um, and Christians aren't even going as far as to say that. Like, I, I wouldn't say that. I would say, you know, Jesus has the answer. But uh, so if you're not going to listen to it from a random person on the street, why would you listen to it from a random spirit in the spirit world? You know, what, what gives them authority? Where are they drawing that authority from? Uh, why would we assume that the spirit world is just full of male- uh, uh, benevolent, beautiful beings that only want, want what's good for you? You know, if you can have a friend or even a family member uh, in normal physical life that can betray you and that can steer you wrong, why can't that happen in the spirit world? And, and, and in fact, wouldn't we expect that to even be more the case? um since generally in in normal physical life it's really hard to find people that you can trust through and through uh and so why wouldn't why wouldn't that be more the case with a being that you can't even see you know not not the way that you can see each other um you can't there's there's a lot of limitations there between the physical and the spiritual wouldn't it be even more the case that you would want to have some skepticism about that um So, you know, the the arguments, the the, the tactic is different depending who you're talking to, but the arguments all point to the same thing. You know, if you're a Christian uh, and and trying to share your faith, all of your arguments are going to point to Jesus. But that's why there can't be unity, because if there was unity, if there was actual unity between religions, then each religion has to give up something. There has to be compromise. Uh, And that that, between opposing religions that can't happen because the second you start to compromise christianity then it's not christian anymore um you know as as soon as you start to try to you know compromise christianity with like buddhism or something well then you may as well just be call yourself a new ager because that's that's essentially what they do um now you can have unity within christianity uh because the compromises that we make with each other aren't um they're 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 not contingent on being a Christian, so so for example, to be a Christian, you got to believe in Jesus Christ. You know, Jesus Christ has to be your savior. We all do have to agree on that as Christians. Uh, but the timing of the rapture, that 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 doesn't determine if you are a Christian or not. So we can differ. We don't even have to compromise, really. We can we can have talks about that. You know, we can talk. Hey, are you pre, post, mid? Uh, you know, what are you? We can talk about it but we shouldn't fight about it because that is unchristian we shouldn't fight about it we shouldn't be mad at each other over it we shouldn't hate each other over it we shouldn't tell somebody else that they're not a christian if they believe differently all of that is wrong 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 but you can have unity and disagree like you can have unity uh because you, we don't we don't we don't unify under our our set of beliefs we unify under jesus christ and i should say we don't unify under our set of non-salvational beliefs When it comes to our our faith in in Jesus Christ for our salvation, that's what we unify under. We unify under Christ. You can't have that type of unity with other religions. So the Pope is just flat out wrong here, and then to try to bring politics into it, and to to try to say that it's a theological argument, way off base. Uh, But that is a common tactic that, uh, really, that evil people use. Uh, You know, if, if somebody's using that tactic, chances are they're not a very good person, or at least they're not a very deep thinking person cuz they're they're probably just parroting things that that they've heard from somewhere else without uh actually looking into it themselves um so Uh, So that's where we're at with that. Um, Now, we do have something else to talk about. But before we do, I want to tell you about DailyRenegade.com and why you should go become a member today. So this is the website, DailyRenegade.com. You can become a member for as little as $10 a month or $100 a year. And you get a lot of great stuff. You get exclusive articles that you cannot get outside of this website. We actually stopped making the articles Free for everybody. So, essentially, when you uh, get a get a membership at Daily Renegade, you're also getting a subscription, kind of like an online magazine, but you get a subscription to articles that you can't get anywhere else. We stopped making them public because it was pointless. Uh, Facebook, Google, all, all the social media, they wouldn't share them anywhere. None of you guys were able to see them. We actually get more views now uh, than, than, than we used to. So, we're making that just exclusive for... Um, for Daily Renegade members. But you also get full episodes of every show that we put out. Uh, here's here's a list of all the shows that we have now. We're adding more uh, very soon. But you get full episodes of all of these shows. Uh, and you even get some cool crossover stuff here. So, you know, Gary Wayne and Drew Gra- uh, Grappia, they, they, they did an interview show here. I believe this is on Drew's show, um, which is really cool, uh, Radical Christian, which is a great show, highly entertaining, very informative. Um, and... Uh, so you get access to all of that. It helps us out. It helps keep this ministry going. And the reason that this started was because uh, YouTube kept deleting all of our videos. So we got together, we created our own platform, and now we're now we're doing this. But to house our own videos and to make sure they're not going to be censored, it is extremely uh, pricey, unfortunately. But uh, we wanted to do it anyway because we should not be uh, we should not let ourselves be subject to uh, the evil satanic boot that is uh, YouTube, Facebook, Google, all these social media companies. And now we got to throw Netflix into that. Because Well, we've had to already, but I'm sure you heard the story about the the, the so-called comedy show of the gay Jesus or whatever. You, basically, Netflix is telling you they don't want your business. Uh, they're, they're saying, we hate Christians. We're going to put this up to let Christians know we hate them. So they'll get off of our platform and we can do whatever we want. Uh, so don't give them your money. Give us your money. We, 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 we would love for you to have a membership with us rather than Netflix. Uh, Netflix hates you. We love you. And we want to bring you some good quality material that you can learn from, grow from. You can watch with your family. And the information you're going to get here, you're not going to get in church. Uh, also... Because, uh, I mean, we talk about everything. We talk, we talk not only, you know, politics and culture and that kind of stuff, but we talk about, you know, we, weird aver, uh, verses in the Bible, like what's going on with the Nephilim? Are aliens in the Bible? What about ghosts? Uh, all, all of that kind of stuff. We don't give you just the standard mainstream, uh, ill-researched uh, answers. We actually... Uh, provides you with resources. We, we provide you with citations. we show you where we get our information, and then you can actually study along with us. And every show on this platform does that. And there's a lot of different shows so to to suit your tastes. Uh, a lot of different shows uh, for for men and for women we 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 want everybody aboard. so uh, so we have that. Um, also, if you look up here, uh, we have a couple of ads for Coastline Kratom, uh, CBD Pure. This is the best Kratom in CBD. Uh, you got another Kratom thing over here and colloidal silver. Uh, these are some of the best products for trying to deal with pain or anxiety. I have chronic pain myself, uh, but not so much anymore since I started taking Kratom. It's been a godsend, it's really helped out a lot. Uh, so you can go to dailyrenegade.com, check all that out. Um, and one last thing, if you click on this donate thing, uh, I'm gonna bring this up because it is Christmas uh, and my internet, there we go. The internet wasn't wanting to cooperate. Um but my son Nathan, he has leukemia. We are in Memphis right now. We are far away from home. We have to spend the holidays away from home, away from our friends and family. Um, uh, so we're, try- we're trying to do everything we can to give Nathan a good Christmas. The thing is, um, a lot of the stuff that, that a lot of the stuff isn't covered. His treatments, while we're here are covered, not when we go back home, uh, but our housing, uh, our travel, basically nothing else is is covered so uh if you could consider donating and helping with these medical expenses nathan has got to go through years and years of this so uh we and we basically already exhausted our savings and it's only been a few months we uh so we're, we're just asking if, if you can you, there's a gofundme here but if you don't want to go through gofundme there's also a paypal option um, there's, uh, which I believe is this, and there's a PO box. If you'd rather send a, a check or money order, you can do that. Uh, so that would be greatly appreciated. Uh, but again, if you want more Bing for your buck, also, um, you, you can get a membership, but also we have, uh, a store now, I believe it's just DailyRenegadeStore.com, store.com, but you can go to DailyRenegade.com, click down here at the bottom. Uh, and we, we have a store with a lot of great products. Uh, yeah, it's just daily and we got a lot of cool t-shirts. We're adding some new ones. And we now have a code that you can use for a uh, a special percentage off. I'm sorry this is taking so long to load. It's not the website. It's where I am. Uh, here here in Memphis, we, we had to rent an apartment and it just has the worst Wi-Fi I've ever seen in my life. It's really, really bad. Um, but uh anyway use the code dr2020 for uh for some money off of your order but you just go to shop the collection and if the if the internet worked here you'd be able to see some stuff but yeah here so here's some designs you know there's no such thing as christian yoga uh nephilim hunter t-shirts even got stickers and mugs um, and we're adding some new designs within, uh, actually by the time you're viewing this, those new designs are probably up. Uh, so you get all of that and a lot more and, and more things are being added as time goes on. So make sure to go get a membership at dailyrenegade.com. All right, everybody. Well, we're going to switch over to members only, uh, content now. So if you don't have a membership, go get one and you'll get the rest of this episode and uh, yeah so members hang on the line we'll get to some more stuff well uh, we got to talk about the the enduring power of uh, just an excellent uh, redemption story so we, we got to talk about that um, so for everybody else thank you so much for joining me until next time take care god bless <laughs>